0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Bold Take Podcast. I'm Austin Hill. With me, as always, is Austin Waiter. And today, we are going to be doing a tiny little free agent preview here with free agency opening up at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Next Thursday, we thought we'd go ahead and do a little breakdown. It's going to be a little small one. Player options haven't been settled yet. Team options haven't quite been settled yet. So we don't have a full list of all the biggest names that are going to be in the free agency. But we'll give you a little sneak peek, and we'll start with some of our top, what I'm going to consider the top five most interesting free agents coming into the free agency as of now. And we're going to start at number one with Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. Um, Has already declined his player option, will be a free agent. Um, If you're Bradley Beal, where are you thinking about going here?
1: Well, there's a lot. Of Number one, I know for a fact he's definitely not coming back to Washington, I yeah. think, because they picked Johnny Davis 10th overall last night. So I'm like, absolutely. Drafting a shooting guard when Bradley Beal's leaving, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone. But uh, with Bradley Beal, I mean, there's a lot of places, but I think it comes down to if he wants to actually get a lot of money or if he wants to go play and contend. Yeah. Because like say, because there was rumors of him going to the Warriors last year but they are way in over the luxury tax. So he would need, to, he'd would need to take a pretty cheap deal to go there.
0: Or it'd need to be a sign and trade, yep. deal out that Andrew Wiggins contract, which is massive right now, um, along with a couple other players. But, yeah, Bradley Beal to Golden State, that's t- probably still going to be a little <laughs> bit of an interesting topic.
1: Also, maybe and there's rumors of Miami, but I really don't see him fitting in well with the yeah. way Miami plays down there. A lot of
0: grit-grind defense, defense. Yeah. Uh,
1: like I said, probably the best place he could go would be the Warriors. And, I mean, they could get a pretty good package if they do a sign-in trade. They, yeah. They could get the Razorback Moses Moody, who they just drafted last year. They could probably package him.
0: Absolutely. Like I said, maybe
1: Andrew Wiggins, if they feel like Bradley Beal's a better upgrade, even though Andrew Wiggins showed what he could be in the finals. Yeah. So, But I would say probably the best fit for him is the Warriors. But, I mean, after that, it really comes down to – If he's going for the money or if he wants to win. That's pretty much what it comes down to for him.
0: Yeah, um, I think uh, a little bit of a big deal that I would personally like to see is the St. Louis boys reunite. Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum link up in Boston. That would actually be interesting. You move Marcus Smart to the one. Well, he's kind of already playing the one. Jalen Brown to the three. Beal comes in as your two, Tatum to the four, Robert Williams at your five, and you've got a scary starting lineup. Maybe make another run at the NBA Finals.
1: Geez, that would be terrifying. (laughs) Um,
0: Probably would need to sign and trade as well, move a couple pieces. But they've got good young pieces. They they have a
1: couple good young pieces. Aaron
0: Nismith, a guy. Carson Edwards, yes, a couple guys on their bench right now that you know not really using. That the Wizards be happy to take on some young pieces. Um, and help build that up. So I, I definitely like a couple of those landing spots for Bradley Beal, making it a little bit more interesting. Um, the next one, a really big, big name, especially if you're me, Zach Levine. Um, what What are your thoughts on Zach Levine's summer? <laughs>
1: well, number one, I think it's pretty clear he's staying. I think he's staying in Chicago, no yeah, doubt. You I, I, but, you know, if there are options, this is just if DeJounte Murray – Stays in San Antonio. Obviously, there's that option. They know each; they're, they're pretty good friends. I feel like he could honestly kind of fit in with San Antonio down there. I think that that could be an interesting one. But besides, that, I mean, I really think Chicago is the perfect fit for him. I think he 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 should stay there because he knows that's probably his best chance of winning. Because if you had to choose between those two, yeah. the roster that Spurs have compared to Bulls, and you want to win, go go to go to stay with Chicago. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um. And there aren't a lot of places that are going to be able to offer Zach Levine the face of the fan- franchise status. Exactly. I know DeMar DeRozan really carried the load last year, but Zach Levine is our top guy. Exactly. He's the face of the he Chicago He was the guy Bulls. y'all
1: acquired and he became a pretty much a
0: superstar yes. overnight for y'all. So. And uh, even in San Antonio, I don't know they're, that they can offer him that being exactly. the star of the show. And so I think that the Chicago Bulls really offer that. They've said they're going to do everything in their power <laughs> To force him to sign a five-year deal. Um, Are we gonna have another DeAndre situation? I was just situation? about to say <laughs> a strategy that really works is bringing the whole team over to his house and locking him in the house until yeah, he just signs the contract underneath the door. Yeah. You know, it could work. It could work. I mean, so it, it did work one time. So that you know, no. Even though we still ended up going to the Mavericks anyway, a few years later, but <laughs> um, but I think that's a. But if I had to pick a spot, um, you know, outside of the Chicago Bulls for Zach Levine. I would say uh, maybe an interesting reunion in Minnesota. Um, you know, they're starting to build something there. Him, D'Angelo Russell in the backcourt, Anthony Edwards at the three, Carl Anthony Towns. This team just made a playoff run. That definitely takes them a step above. Um, again, that wouldn't really offer him the same superstar face of the franchise mm. status but he would reunite with Cat, be able to play with D'Lo, a guy he gets on very well with, play with a nice young star in Anthony Edwards, could build something there in Minnesota. Obviously, I'd hate to see it happen.
1: That would be that would be an interesting one, but also, I've also heard that apparently D'Angelo Russell could be on the move yeah. from Minnesota. So you wonder if maybe if there ends up being a so-called sign-and-trade, maybe the Bulls get D'Angelo Russell
0: as a part of it. Maybe. Potentially. I've been a D'Lo fan for a long time. I would rather keep Zach Levine. But, but, but getting Russell for D'Angelo Zach Russell not would a, soften the blow a little bit. Like
1: getting something for him instead of him leaving and Justin leaving in free agency would not be the worst thing.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, probably really, in my opinion, the guy that a lot of people are going to have their eyes on after the way he played kind of bet on himself this past year, Miles Bridges um, took a small one-year deal from the Charlotte Hornets to kind of prove himself and now he'll be a restricted free agent. But you gotta wonder how much is Charlotte gonna be willing to pay because there are gonna be a lot of teams out there willing to give him the big bucks.
1: Yeah, definitely. You gotta wonder you gotta wonder exactly if they actually wanna be able to give him the money. That being said, also there was some stuff off the court recently that yes. you, you wonder how that could affect it. But also you gotta think about there's a lot of forwards within that space currently on that uh Hornet's team. Absolutely. Know? So, you know, you, there's a there's a couple spots, you know, I think he might could go. I feel like an interesting one that maybe somehow could happen. I don't know how they could do it maybe with the Cavs face. But I think Sacramento could be an interesting one. It's a team kind of up and coming. They're trying to make a playoff push, get a nice young piece in him. Because really the Ford spot with Harrison Barnes never, was never really the biggest thing it ever lived up to. Yeah. So maybe get a young guy and him to come in with that core that they already have there. Uh, and then you also have him who could kind of mentor Keegan Murray a little bit, yes. the guy they just drafted fourth overall. Uh, yeah, I think
0: Sacramento could be a really good one for him. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you look at Miles Bridges, he is an exciting young player, and he's going to really bring energy to your team. So I really like that Sacramento pick. Personally, I see him staying in Charlotte. I think Charlotte's not going to want to have to pay the big bucks. Exactly. But at the end of the day, his his chemistry with LaMelo and the way they played together last year, that's only going to improve from here on out. Yeah. And to keep those two guys together, keeps LaMelo happy and keeps your team, you know, right on the edge of the playoffs and maybe can push you over with some of the pieces you move in. If they get a new coach, I mean, it's not going to be Kenny Atkinson now. Yeah. That (laughs) crazy turn of events in itself. Really? Um, Now we go to a guy who has apparently jumped to the top of a few teams' uh, boards as the guy they've got to have this offseason, and that's Jalen Brunson. Um, I think first and foremost, if you're the Mavericks, this has got to be a guy you have to keep before you do anything else.
1: Definitely. I mean, I get you made the move for Christian Wood, but... You need him on the roster. You already got Spencer Dinwiddie still under contract there. So I get why you might consider him Watt. But if you have those three together, that's tough to stop, I think. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, obviously the Knicks are interested in him. And, you know, I feel like it'd be an interesting one for him to go to the Knicks. You know, honestly, he could kind of be the floor general there with not having to share with Luca, and really could kind of play that role he did at Villanova, kind yeah. of being the team leader. Makes the good passes has the has a high IQ basketball. We know that obviously playing for Jay Wright at Villanova, and you know, you've gotta remember the Knicks are coming off recently just missing the uh, making the playoffs like a year ago, and then missing it this past year. Yeah, and you gotta wonder if that point guard position really is the missing piece for them. I mean, they're just a step away. Yeah. So if I had to pick one, and that I think would make sense, and honestly, it looks like they're going to go for probably the Knicks. That would that would also be. And know some people would laugh at the Knicks for it, but. I think
0: it'd be a good move if the Knicks end up getting him. I think, as a true basketball fan, this is a move that you say this team looks a little bit scarier. Exactly. You know the people on the outside. Oh, it's not Kyrie Irving, a guy who's begging for you to trade for him. Sure, but this is Jalen Brunson. Look at what he did for the Mavericks. And also,
1: this is a guy you can rely on to play in more than thirty-six games for
0: you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But speaking of the Knicks, that carries me into my final of our most interesting free agents and that's Mitchell Robinson a guy who is going to have a lot of interest in him because of the way he plays basketball very solid defender solid rebounder and really good down low on offense with a little bit of a jump shot not the, quite the same we saw in college but still developing that jump shot um and a lot of teams are going to have uh you know look eyes on him
1: yeah uh i think the question comes down to if he believes he's gonna go and get big money to be a starting center, or if he will take a little bit of a pay cut to go be a solid piece on a contending team. Absolutely. And I think a contending team that could really use him, which you you've hinted at for a while, uh, is Chicago Bulls. I really think Absolutely I really think they can do that. You take a look, uh Vucevic is a guy, but besides him, you really there's not a lot at the center position. Don't get me wrong, there's pieces there, but getting a nice backup like Mitchell Robinson with him, I think would piece together really well there win and down because I know you Partly want them to get Rudy Gobert, but I, but who knows if what's going to happen with uh, with the Jazz this offseason. Yeah. So getting a guy that's almost guaranteed to be available, like Mitchell Robinson, I think could be a really good piece for y'all.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think that um, if Mitchell Robinson is willing to take the pay cut, the Bulls, and you know, be a backup. The Bulls are a clear, clear spot for him because he knows, you know, at, at that spot you know you're going to get to play. Exactly. Um, you might be behind Vucevic, but you're going to get to play, and you're going to be a big part of this team's success. Exactly. Um, it also helps the Bulls keep a lot of pieces intact. You don't have to necessarily worry about having to say goodbye to kobe white or vucevic keep some of that chemistry and kobe white again i've preached on it so many times on here how <laughs> big he was last year with all the injuries how he was able to step up and play and be a real teammate you know he didn't come out there and play bad and say oh well why didn't you guys now you just want me now because i'm the only option he came out there and he really played and showed this team his true value um, and so that's really valuable. The
1: question is, do you, if there's anywhere else, where do you think he would go? If he doesn't say he doesn't go to the Bulls, you got um, any off, can you think anybody off the top of your head?
0: I know that teams like Milwaukee, teams like Utah and Phoenix, those guys might be looking to replace their younger centers. Is DeAndre
1: Ayton on the move for Phoenix that makes a ton of sense. Maybe the Pistons, if they don't get DeAndre Ayton, they absolutely. go after him.
0: Um, Lakers always trying to change things up. you know, Dwight Howard has not been working the last couple of years. <laughs> Why they, are we they, talking about? <laughs> it's a revolving door at center for them right now, but we'll see what they end up with. But the real big thing I think could happen with Mitchell Robinson. I think if the bulls don't land him, it really comes down to him wanting to be a starter. And I think if he wants to be a starter, he'll go back to New York. Exactly. Um, I think the Knicks are willing to do whatever it takes money wise to get him back because of, He's their starting center.
1: And also, like I was talking about, they cleared up calf space with Kemba. So you got to wonder if they did that, not just to get Jalen Brunson,
0: but to bring back Mitchell Robinson as well. Absolutely. So a lot of things that could go in their favor. Um, Really, I think if it comes down to a money thing, he'll go back to New York and he wants to be a starter. But as far as a role player, I think the Bulls are one of the best options for a guy looking to get in and get in a roster and compete for a championship. That's the place to go. Definitely but now we'll carry into some of the top trade targets. These are guys who won't necessarily be free agents pending, uh, with one of them. Um, <laughs> but will be, uh, hot trade topics, um, because of, well, either they'll need to be assigned and trade because of how big their contract's going to be, or the other two are under contract right now and would have to be traded to be acquired. Um, and we'll start with Kyrie Irving who gave out his wish list. um, and we'll just go uh, team by team, give our thoughts on his wish list and kind of what we think. So we'll start with the Lakers, and uh, I think this one's his pick for an obvious reason. Uh, Yeah,
1: obviously, uh, pairing up with LeBron and Anthony Davis, I, I mean, I guess that would be a pretty good lineup. But like I said, I think this has to be—I'm curious what they would give up in a sign and trade because besides LeBron and Anthony Davis— there is not much there for the Lakers, really.
0: Yeah, um, it, I mean,
1: maybe Kendrick Nunn's coming back. Maybe give him away. That would be an interesting young piece they could have. Malik Monk, former Arkansas, uh, didn't play at Arkansas, but was from Arkansas. Nice shooter. Could be something that the Nets could want. If they want to keep Kevin Durant,
0: but uh, yeah, Talon Horton Tucker still on the roster. Very uh, much. You know, very some interesting pieces there. Really, ultimately, this comes down to Kyrie Irving has had not had much success outside of his career when he's not playing with LeBron James. Exactly.
1: So I I think he kind of realizes that at this point yeah. that if
0: I want to win,
1: I need to go play with LeBron. And that's
0: really what happened in Cleveland. He got full of himself, thought he could do it without LeBron, and he's noticed the uh, the bumps and bruises that come with being the leader of a team, definitely being the face of a team. And I, I ultimately think he maybe he tried to shift some of that load to Kevin Durant. But it seems like a lot of chemistry issues between those two, Um, really just the team in general. And so I think a reunion with LeBron is what he really feels like he needs. Um, But also, swinging around to the other team in town, the Clippers also on his list. And to me, this move doesn't really make a lot of sense for the Clippers, which is a shocker to say because Kyrie Irving is an all-star caliber point guard. And right now, Reggie Jackson, the starting point guard, upgrade but he doesn't play that type of ball no you know i
1: i said this right away whenever i saw the list i was like oh okay Kyrie's has got his teams i saw the clippers on there i was like "Huh?" Eh. um he just it's again no you're on Kyrie's house but like you said he does not fit with the kind of roster we have our ru- lineup right now is kind of built mostly on defense right now and some more physical guys in the lineup and you know right now i don't think Kyrie fits that and number two, I don't know how many games this guy's going to play in. That's Because, true. you know, not only besides injuries, but who knows with the whole vaccine thing. Who knows yeah. what that rule's going to be next year, too. So, and like, and, but like I said, the main part, I just don't think he would fit in, fit in well there at all. And don't get me wrong. If the Clippers get Kyrie, I'll give him a fair chance.
0: But yeah, I, I, I don't want him here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I think that defensive-minded team that they've really built with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard right at the front. Uh, I just don't think Kyrie Irving really fits that. I think a guy that they should really look for, um, whose name's been kind of floating around, DeAndre, or DeJounte Murray. Yes, if we um, get DeJounte, I'll flip out, because that's such a good move. That would be a big move for this team. Um, but here's Or bring
1: back Patrick Beverly, like we should have done in the first place, because he
0: fits in best with that lineup. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Here, is a team that's really interesting created some interesting hypotheticals for me the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. um I don't necessarily hate this I don't know how Kyrie Irving Kyrie Irving and James Harden didn't really work out because of they didn't really share the ball and James Harden is really tends to be the culprit of that though you know he couldn't really share the ball with Chris Paul couldn't share it with Russell Westbrook he's just a guy that's got to have the ball in his hand so maybe it's not Kyrie's fault on that one um, so, it would be interesting to see him with Luca, but this would absolutely have to be sign-and-trade territory. Um, and not just having to sign-and-trade what it would have to be Spencer Dinwiddie because you just got Christian Wood. You're not trading Luca. Dinwiddie's making $30 million a year. Exactly. That contract would have to go, but it'd be interesting because yeah. the Nets would have to bring back Dinwiddie, who they replaced with Kyrie Irving. Which, again, that's a shame because um, that 2019 team was so much yes, fun. Yes, I don't know why they scrapped that exactly. ever, but it shot them in the foot, and it would be so sweet to see them have to suck it up and take back. You Spencer imagine Dinwiddie like, we, like, on social media or like, huh you you want me back, huh? <laughs> that would be crazy uh interesting hypothetical just from then, but also to get Kyrie Irving, this team would basically have to give up on bringing back Jalen Brunson because there's not going to be enough money for the both of them, and hey, then might be a win win for the Knicks because they get Kyrie they might get Kyrie or Jalen Brunson exactly, depending on how the Mavericks feel about a move uh you know I will say I don't. I've
1: seen that kind of workout where you have two guys that like to control the basketball. It rarely works out. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, you know not- Russell Westbrook, James Harden in Houston is prime example. Whenever that trade happened, people were like, "It's going to be such a good trade." And I was like, "I don't think it's going to be that good because it's two guys that need the ball in their hands to be good." Absolutely. So don't get me wrong. I think Kyrie and Luca would be very interesting, but I just I don't think it would work out because Luca. You've seen when he doesn't get the shot at the end of the games, you've yeah. seen how he, he looks, and I'm sure he and Kyrie would have some words on who gets the final shot in some points.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that one's more of a fun hypothetical to run yeah. around in your 2K simulations, but, uh, you know, maybe not one you want to put on the real back. <laughs> Look it up in court. the trade finder, yeah. see what you got to get for them. Um, and then, moving on, a team that we've talked about quite a bit on this episode, the New York Knicks. I mean, really, it comes down to Kyrie wanting to stay in town. Um, You know, he went to New York, hometown. Um, That's why he went to Brooklyn. It was really between Brooklyn and the Knicks, and the Nets were able to make the Kevin Durant happen.
1: Um,
0: So, really, that's where I stand on that. Uh, But it'd take a lot to get him to New York.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't. I'm trying to think of what pieces the Knicks have that would actually intrigue the nets if it was a sign and trade i mean obviously i have a feeling they might have to give up rj barrett maybe yeah which would absolutely hurt um maybe you give up cam reddish as part of it i feel like that one you can maybe do because you have you could play barrett at the three and maybe have uh sign someone to run the two guard for him so i could see that but Really, there's a lot—not a lot to work off of. Maybe you—you would have to give a good amount of picks, and you gotta wonder if maybe that trade the Knicks made last night uh, with the Thunder to get those picks are part of a uh, future plan to get him.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, big sign and trade. You know, maybe they don't have the players to convince the Nets, but you send Evan Fournier's big contract along with a bunch of draft picks. Hey, how's this deal? Because down?
1: you got to remember, uh, the Nets. Gave up a lot of draft picks to, to get bring James in. Harden. Yeah, exactly, all those are going here. I think it's like what next three first round picks are going to Houston. You get three first round picks. It it'd be hard to take. It'd be hard to say no to that because it's when in doubt Kevin Durant leaves because Kevin Durant might not like how this goes. Would they rebuild the team? People and,
0: aren't talking about his player option also this year.
1: Exactly. So, you know, when in now he leaves, you at least have three first round picks you can try to build back off of. Kind of of like rebuilding off of the whole horrible Celtics trade they made several years ago. Absolutely. They built off of the picks... That they could get from trades and build a pretty fun
0: team before they scrapped it all to try to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, when will they learn? When will they learn? Um, but here's one that I think absolutely these last two. I I don't even know why they're on the list. I don't think they'd work out at all. I don't know why I did this. Miami Heat. They already have Kyle Lowry and
1: Kyle Lowry fits the build. Exactly. Literally he would not I don't think he there's even a chance he would fit in down there. That is much like the Clippers, a defensive team. Absolutely. And there no offense to Kyrie, he is not a defensive guy. He's a you want someone to give you to go score a bucket, you give it to him. Which again could be something interesting to know for Miami because we saw their half court offense struggled. Struggle during the playoffs kind of cost them against the Celtics. So I don't think they should do it, but when in doubt, if they do it for that reason, then I couldn't blame them. Then him. I couldn't blame them for it. But I'm curious what they, they have a lot of young pieces there that they could maybe use. Obviously, yeah. Tyler Hero, I think, might
0: have to go in that deal. Absolutely. But, It'd have to be more than just Tyler Hero. Yeah, and pro- obviously, draft picks. So, I mean, this is interesting Terrible ter- territory for Miami. Don't have a lot of draft picks as it is exactly. building the current team. So, I think they'll probably stay away. And one that just makes me go, what? The Philadelphia 76ers. Wait, you mean you and James Harden are all good now? Yeah, I don't.
1: And also, the Sixers made it very clear the other night. They said that, I read something that said that Tyrese Maxey's basically untouchable. Yeah. Which I feel like would be the core piece would of a be. trade. You know, point guard for point guard. But, like, you also bring up the point. They didn't work out together in Brooklyn, why would what they? Changes what now? changes in Philly? I mean, I get you have Joel Embiid. I don't think he'd like to see two ball dominant
0: point guards be like, dang, I never get, I never get the ball in the post. Yeah. So what yeah. James Harden and Embiid do so well is share. Exactly. They they play so well together. It, it, I think it would just mess things up to bring exactly. To
1: bring. So out of all the options, really, very few of them make any sense. So where do you think he's going? I, I mean, I think he's ended up in L.A. I think LeBron's going to do everything he
0: can to get him there. GM's going to do whatever it takes to get him there. And we're two for two on that one. There's no way Kyrie Irving is not a Laker. I think everything lines up for it. Maybe I mean, if a- he goes
1: to the Knicks, I would be intrigued by it because I think that could actually be interesting
0: with the team they have around It'd just be hard to make something happen that would keep that team intact. Yeah. But also, I'm curious for
1: the sign trick because they they said the Lakers do not have that cap space because they have it all on LeBron
0: and Anthony Davis. And they somebody they would have to get rid of a lot.
1: Yeah, and then basically sign a bunch of guys for the vet minimum. And also, this could be an important offseason awesome for Lakers. I heard something next year in 2023, LeBron's player option. You wonder if he could leave potentially. With that player option next year. So this 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 could be a big year for the Lakers and you I think you gotta do it. But yeah. also you gotta think about it. Would Russell Westbrook be a part of the trade he, and he and Katie would team up in Brooklyn again?
0: I am here just to see that happen.
1: <laughs> if that happened, I would absolutely love it. And I hope that they wouldn't buy out Westbrook and that he yeah. would stay. I
0: I think if you're Russell Westbrook, you say, No, nah, I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> <laughs> um but That's all for Kyrie Irving. Just to quickly run by our last couple guys. Both guys will have the same intrigue from kind of the same teams. DeAndre Ayton and Rudy Gobert. Um, Ayton's big problem is contract dispute. Phoenix will not give him the money he has proven he so rightfully deserves. And Rudy Gobert, it really seems like the Jazz are headed in a rebuild mode as much as they don't want to. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert don't seem to get along, and neither of them seem like they want to stay in Utah.
1: I mean, for them, it just
0: it just seems like
1: everything went down whenever COVID started. Yeah. Once that happened, because Rudy got it, and then he gave it to Donovan, and Donovan was not happy because he was kind of careless around the locker room, yeah. not even trying to be careful about it. So that kind of... Then that kind of sent him off. Then you think about the recent playoff failures that being a one seed, not making it to the conference finals yeah. last year. This year playing against a Dallas team that didn't have Luca for the first couple of games, losing that
0: series. So you
1: Yeah, but I I think that's one not many people are talking about, potentially Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert both being on the move this summer. Yeah,
0: I think and like I said when we talked about Quinn Snyder stepping down, I say that with Question, air quotations. <laughs> um because he didn't just step down on his own yeah, accord. Or, no. Um, I, I think Donovan Mitchell will use that as a way to say, "Hey, look, you guys, you forced our coach out. There's no chemistry here. I want to be somewhere else." Um, and so I think that both of those guys could be on the move, and we could be in for a full scale rebuild. Yeah. And I know some
1: people are saying, "Well, you could trade Donovan Mitchell, keep Rudy Gobert, but what, what for? Don't Rudy Gobert? Don't get me wrong. If you were going to keep one of them, it's Donovan Mitchell, and it's not even close. If you're trading Donovan Mitchell, you're restarting exactly. So." But uh, for the other option, DeAndre Ayton, I mean, there's a couple of places he could go. I think he's mostly going to go somewhere with a young core for a team and try to be their new piece. Like we said, obviously, Detroit's an interesting one. Pairing up with the guys they got down there, Jay Nivey, Cade Cunningham, I think would be an interesting one. Sadiq Bey, an underrated guy for Detroit. Yeah. But I mean, maybe you wonder, and I don't, I don't see how it could happen, you know, maybe... Maybe the Knicks could try to get him. I don't really see that happening though. But you know, I'm I'm really interested to see specifically where DeAndre goes because I think where he goes, if he goes to a team that's kind of set really and has some young pieces, that could be a team that could make a a run to the playoffs next year. It'd be really interesting.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think here's an interesting little little tidbit for you, right. DeAndre Ayton to Milwaukee. They upgrade, uh. The aging Brooke Lopez. They wouldn't
1: trade Bobby Portis,
0: though, would they? Well, it's I do You can't take Bobby out of Milwaukee. <laughs> that's fair. I don't think the fans would like it very much, but I could see a deal with Brook Lopez it yeah, I and some draft assets, maybe some other players on the roster. Jordan Norwa, the young young man out of Louisville, yep. coming into his third year, I believe. That I don't know, but I know he played at Louisville. Um, but I mean, you think about that. You got Giannis,
1: Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton and now DeAndre Ayton and then maybe Bobby Portis come uh moves into the starting spot permanently yeah that's a tough lineup because you look get the three four and five and re- really the two with Chris Middleton big lineup and then Drew Holiday a really good defensive point guard
0: yeah that would be very intriguing very scary make them a threat in the Eastern Conference but with all that being said uh that's gonna do it for this episode of the Bull Tech Don't forget, podcast. we'll
1: obviously have one next week to discuss the big yes, free agency yes, moves. Yes, yes, yes. And potentially, who knows? There might be a trade like two hours after this. Who
0: knows? Yeah, we'll <laughs> be breaking down all the biggest, best stuff that happens next week. So you're going to want to stick around. You're going to want to go back. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, it was the NBA draft. We talked draft. We talked players. What this means for some teams. And with all that being said, we want to thank you for listening.